locomotive You can polish my chrome so clean We can fly off into the sunset together A rusty old American dream Still running A rusty old American dream And thanks to the help you get from ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive will help you keep it running. Good morning to you, Mr. Burns. Good morning, Denny Long. Notice I'm being very respectful this morning. For no particular reason. <laughs> it, it, because you've earned it, actually. Dan Burns, if you're a regular listener, know that Dan has helped us out here, helped you out through CCO Radio for uh, over 25 years or so. Dan is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We'll let you know how to get in touch with those good folks uh, there. But if you uh, need to bring in your vehicle for service, your favorite dealer, your favorite shop, uh, call Dan or text Dan, same number, 651-989-9226, and we can do a little uh, analysis of uh, the problem there and get you some information before you uh, bring it in. Always good to have, as we like to say, more information rather than uh, than less. Uh, Dan, we're already getting text messages and again, if you uh, just a reminder, Dan takes his leave. Well, heck, about thirty, thirty-five minutes from now. So don't wait. If uh, you don't, again, don't have to be a motorhead or gearhead to ask your car care question. Um, just call it in or text it in, but don't wait uh, because Dan's visit is is uh, goes by so quickly. We don't want to uh, shortchange you here. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. All right, Dan, let's uh, put you back to work here right away. Here's a text that says, I have a uh, 2016 Honda Pilot EXL that I use for towing a medium-sized fishing boat. I drive to a local lake once or twice a week, also go up north fishing twice during the season. The manual does not indicate how often I should change the oil if I'm using it for towing. What do you recommend? Of course, I use full synthetic. What do you think on on the towing issue? Well, I think that... um with any extreme use, which that would classify as, you want to move up all of the intervals. You know, you, you use, you're using the vehicle for uh, a little bit more than it was designed for and engineered for. You know, the car was made for towing. I'm sure it's, it's classified as being able to tow that vehicle. But that being said, you're working it pretty hard. So I don't know if, you know, if you're, if you're, uh, normally doing your oil change intervals at 5,000 miles and any of the other fluids. And on that kind of Honda Pilot, I know the transfer case and the differentials and all that, uh, those fluids are all recommended that they be changed. I would maybe move it up 20% or something like that, but, but uh, you know, some number that you're comfortable with. But, but uh, And also a transmission cooler, you know, a beefed-up transmission cooler, um, for when you're to- when you're towing a vehicle, and also if you do read the manual when you're towing a vehicle, oftentimes it'll have you uh, turn on the or turn off the overdrive function uh, for the vehicle, so that it, the vehicle won't uh, won't go into overdrive. In other words, the RPM uh, stays up just a little bit while you're driving along the road, and what's accomplished by doing that is that the uh, oil and transmission fluid flow faster through the cooling part of the radiator or wherever it is, you know, out in front of the radiator. 
um, the oil flows through their, through there a little faster, and so it gets cooled more often. And uh, that works that works really good too. You you uh, if especially if you're towing a bigger trailer with any kind of vehicle, a truck or whatever, uh, oftentimes they'll have a different gear that they'll ask you in a bigger trailer with any kind of vehicle, a truck or whatever, uh, oftentimes they'll have a different gear that they'll ask you to tow it or to put it into while you're towing the vehicle. Okay. If you're just joining us, uh, ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive helping uh, you out as uh, usual. Any kind of a car care question, don't wait. Uh, call us or text us uh, right now, in fact, at 651-989-9226. I was going to ask you, like a listener also texts and wants to know, and I do too because I'm still seeing a lot of stories about, uh, in fact, I saw a video of uh, locally of some couple of scofflaws stealing yet another catalytic converter. Are you guys still seeing the, that problem? Uh, fortunately, not nearly as much as we were, uh, Good. Good. uh last spring, you know, last spring and, and, uh, and recently it seems to have slowed down. Maybe they got them all. Maybe it's taken, maybe it's just yeah. more challenging to get after them. And a lot of people have done some prevention, uh, like Toyota Prius, which is by far the most common vehicle for the catalytic converter to be stolen. There's some aftermarket companies that have built shields that you can put under the uh, body of the vehicle so that they can't even get at the catalytic converter. And we actually have installed a lot of those. And I think ex- and I think that's a great idea um, to do that to uh, you know protect it uh, yeah. um, rather than replace it. They're expensive. Wow. I mean, what have you seen prices uh, go for for a new catalytic converter to replace? Oh, I, as high as $2,000 to Ooh. replace wow. them. You know, if if if, if the uh, vehicle was new enough and warranted replacing it with an original with an original equipment catalytic converter, yeah, they can be $2,000. Wow. I know we have to take a break. I I've been reading or seeing somewhere about I don't know if 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 it's for many vehicles, but it seems like they're producing or going to newer c- converters that are ceramic. Have you heard of that issue? In, in the, <clears throat> the precious metals, the expensive metals, are not in the newest version of catalytic converters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're not interested in stealing the brand new ones. They're interested in stealing a certain vintage of of uh catalytic converters on different on a particular brand and of course the thieves are pretty smart about this they have it figured out which ones are the most valuable and those are the ones that they're hunting down so that's one thing people could do is is uh do an internet search somewhere and see if you can't find out what the value of your catalytic converter is on the scrap market and then you'll know it you know what the threat is uh as far as having your catalytic converter stolen wow what an issue All right, Dan, hang on. We're going to take a bit of a break here. We have more show to come. Don't wait if you have any kind of a car care question, and more are coming in. Call us or text us, same numbers, 651-989-9226. 66 degrees, going for 88 here. News Talk 830 WCCO.
And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive, which is located exactly where, Daniel? Uh, we are at 982 Grand Avenue, Denny, right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call as soon as this morning, 651-228-1316. I have to do that very thing myself. Uh, I'll need an oil change in the next week or so. So I'll be calling for an appointment, and uh, and we'll get you that number for, for Dan before uh, he leaves us to, today as well. Dan, we have callers and we have texters, so let's get back to it. Uh, Kevin is first up here calling from Ham Lake, I believe. Kevin, you're on with Dan. Yeah, this is a strange one. I've got a friend who, I don't know the model or vehicle car he has, but he claims he parks in an underground garage and locks his car, and at times he's gone into find out that all four windows are down about four or five inches. Is there, a, like, a sensor or something that if it gets too hot in there that the windows would go down by themselves? I wonder if that's true. Um, I agree with you. We would have to find out what kind of car uh, it is that we're dealing with, but uh, I don't know that it would be a sensor that would normally be functioning in other words i don't think that if the interior gets hot that it will roll the windows down and leave them down if he's finding the vehicle with the windows down uh it sounds to me like something is malfunctioning uh as part of the body control module or something like that so uh again i i I don't know what kind of car it is that we're talking about but uh to give you much advice on what is going on but if he's finding that when he gets back to the car the windows have rolled down it sounds to me more like something is is malfunctioning uh you know that doesn't sound like a secure situation to put the windows down when nobody's around and leave them down uh i've never heard of that before so i think he probably should bring that in and get that check because something's not working right oh for sure safety security thanks kevin interesting uh, I think uh, Joe is on the horn calling in from uh, Minneapolis this morning. Joe, you are on CCO with Dan Burns. Uh, good morning, Dan and Denny. Um, you know, the the guy with the Honda oil change question inspired me. When I started driving in the mid-'90s, the school I thought was, you know, 3,000-mile oil change intervals, and then eventually that became 5,000 miles. Now today I drive an OA Crown Vic, and I bring it to a reputable guy, independent shop in Minneapolis, he puts AMS oil full synthetic in and recommends a 7,000-mile interval. And, Dan, I'm just curious as to your, your gut reaction on that. I, I think that's probably just fine. Uh, you know, we've seen uh, a number of the manufacturers are now recommending uh, 10,000 miles on their oil change intervals. And uh, I've never seen it cause a problem. Somebody that uh, that sticks to the manufacturer's recommendation is probably doing just fine by that. What you don't want to do on a 10,000 mile oil change interval is exceed that. Cause that's getting out there. That's a lot can happen in 10,000 miles. And I've always said, you know, an, an oil change is important for the oil change aspect of it, 
But I think it's even more important for the maintenance aspect of it. Uh, a car has a lot going on, and I think that it's important that I see it a couple times a year just because there's a lot going on with the brakes and the steering and the suspension and fluid leaking and all those sorts of things. Uh, if I only see your vehicle once a year, uh, I think you can get into a lot of trouble uh, if something starts shortly after the oil change and goes on for a whole year before anybody takes notice of it. So there's a whole bunch of reasons that I uh, suggest the uh, aggressive oil change interval, uh, and oil's only one of those things. But, you know, if that's what the guy's doing and that's what he's recommending, uh, again, I would say I've never seen a problem where somebody has stuck to the manufacturer's oil change interval and and uh, had any sort of engine trouble. I think it'll yeah. be just fine. Yeah, good. I know we have to take a break, Dan, uh, but I want to uh, get uh, Valerie's uh, question answered here, and then we'll have a look at the forecast. Valerie's calling in from Ham Lake this morning. Thank you, Valerie. What's your question? Hi. I have a service engine filling light on a twenty or 2005 Buick LeSabre, and they're claiming that it has to do somewhat with the transmission. I'm not really noticing running um, unusual. I guess for a while it seemed like from the starting from a stop, it would kind of do kind of a jerky kind of start. And it seems to run better when it's cooler. So I'm just wondering, does outdoor temperature affect the transmission performance or what could be causing the, the sign or the service engine light to be on then? <clears throat> well, the reason the service engine soon light is on with the transmission is there's the transmission goes through a whole bunch of self-tests as it's driving along. And while it's driving along, one of those tests is fa- it's failing one of those tests. So something's not right. I don't know if it's a sensor or a solenoid or if the, you know, it's the fluid's not flowing the way it's supposed to or what's going on. But uh, it's failing a test. And because it's failing a test, it turns that light on for you. Now, the fact that you're not feeling a symptom is not surprising. That uh, that happens a lot. But the truth is there's still something in your transmission that's not working right. And uh, if it's a vehicle that you like and want to keep, uh, it probably makes sense to take that in and, and have it fixed. If it's a vehicle that you like and want to keep, uh, it probably makes sense to take that in and, and have it fixed. If it's a vehicle that you're just limping along, and you're not noticing any symptoms, and it seems to be working fine, then especially in the winter time, uh, won't be too long here. We'll be getting out of the severe hot weather and and back to cool weather. And you know, if you're just limping it along and you want to limp it along for another year, maybe it'll be just fine with that. But but know that when that check engine light is on, it's warning you that something is not exactly right. And uh, because something's not exactly right, the vehicle is not as dependable as it once was. So beware of that. And and like I say, if you want to limp it along, uh, that's probably just fine. Okay. Very good. Thanks, Valerie. All right, Dan, let's take a break, and we have a look at that uh, hot forecast coming up here. Stay with us on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. We'll get you his number coming up in a couple of minutes. Uh, Dan, in the meantime, we have callers and we have texters. 
to uh, to help out. Let's get back to it. Uh, let's see who's on the phone. Connie calling in from St. Paul this morning. Thanks for waiting, Connie. What's your question? Uh, thank you both, Danny and Dan, for having this program. It's wonderful. I have a daughter who has a 2014 Chevy Equinox and is constantly losing oil. They went on a trip, and it was down two and a half quarts, and she's had took it back to the dealer. They did an oil consumption test. I said, maybe they forgot to put the plug back in, and it's leaking out. What do I advise her to do? She's so frustrated. I said, let's let's send it back FedEx and let's drop it off the CEO's office there in the Chevy place, and they can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that's frustrating, and if you're not – with that quantity of oil, you're not seeing a puddle underneath the vehicle. You can be pretty comfortable that the vehicle is actually consuming the oil. And there's a couple of places or several places, actually, that the vehicle uh, could be consuming that oil. One is through the vacuum, the, the ventilation system for the crankcase. Uh, that can suck oil into it and burn it through the engine. And the other place is if the um, rings on the piston uh, are not sealing tightly, uh, it can be uh, letting oil leak past those rings and burning it through the engine. And so, so I suspect something like that is what's going on, that it's actually burning the oil. And you're saying, well, it doesn't smoke. I don't see it. But... Uh, that's because of all the all of the catalytic converter and all that. It's very efficient at burning that stuff off, so you wouldn't see the smoke. In the old days, you would, but nowadays uh, you won't see the smoke. It'll it'll take care of it. Um, but that's where it's going, and I don't know if the manufacturer is aware of a problem with that particular car. You can do a little research and check in, you know, see if there's service bulletins about oil consumption. But I think you're on the right track with taking it to the manufacturer, and maybe you're going to have to be a little bit more persistent about uh, getting something done about the fact that it's just using too much oil. Because that is too much oil. It should not yeah. it should not be using that much. For sure. Uh, just to alert our listeners, uh, for those uh, texts we didn't get to, we're going to open up the show next week with them. So we appreciate your patience. Uh, here's one. It says, uh, good morning, gentlemen. My 2012 Honda Accord four-cylinder Keeps throwing warning lights, showing warning lights, brake, ABS, traction control. A brake fluid level looks fine. Uh, everything feels like it's functioning properly. Any ideas you think this is a safety concern? Well, it probably is a safety concern, and it probably should be checked. If you, Because all the lights are on, if you bring it in and, and, uh, and uh, have your shop scan the computer system and find out what's going on, I'm sure that there's a... Um, um, uh, code that's a, a diagnostic code that's stored in the system that'll give them some information as to what's going on and what direction to take with that. Um, I think that it would make good sense for you to, to bring it in and take that first step. You can expect to pay a little bit of something for that diagnostics, but the good news is they can do the diagnostics, tell you what they find, uh, they'll give you an estimate, and then at that point you can decide if it's something, if it is a safety concern and needs to be done right away or if it's something you can put off and, and you know, drive it safely the way it is. But I think you should take that first step and have it diagnosed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
All right, one more quick one, Dan, then we have to go. Uh, this uh, listener says, I checked the oil in my mom's car, and the oil is above the full line on the dipstick by about half an inch. Is this a cause for concern? Well, it may or may not be. Um, the, the whenever Whenever we look up the quantity of oil to put into a car, it tells us uh, an approximate amount. It, it's never telling us exactly how much to put in it, and uh, the quantity that we put in it is usually close to what the, what they recommend, but not always exactly right. So, in other words, if it asks for four and a half quarts, and we put four and a half quarts in, sometimes if the vehicle you know sits overnight, it'll show a little bit over full or a little bit under full, and you know, it's 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 kind of a moving target, and I think that that's probably uh, just fine. Uh, it's probably not very much oil, and it's probably not going to cause any sort of trouble. But maybe the next time that you have the uh, oil changed, maybe you want to uh, to uh, have, make sure that they look that up and are, are very, very careful about the quantity of oil that they put back in it. Very good. Alert our listeners, we're going to open up with your text messages on the show next week. So thanks for your patience. Dan, how do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's Automotive? Well, come on over, Denny. We, this week, you come on over. Oh, I we're will. At nine, okay, good. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul, right between Lexington and Victoria. Everybody can follow Denny Long over here. That would be perfect. That's right. Dan will change the oil, not me. <laughs> You don't want yeah, me changing. And you can, yeah, you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. And on the uh, on the website, you'll find maps and all that sort of stuff to find out where we are and how to get here. Or give us a call, 651-228-1316. Very good. I will do that very thing, Dan. We'll see you next week, and let's talk next Saturday. Sounds good, Danny. Thank you. Thank you so much. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Jack Farrell is straight ahead here on WCCO. Stay with us.